It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You know what time it is. Time for me to make sure that my audio board is working. <laughs> it's sports time. Hopefully it is. We got everything working. <laughs> everything is working. Lights, camera, action. Can you do anything about this face? Nope. You got a face for radio, so we're going to put you on camera. <laughs> Ever since Jason left, my hair and makeup guy, man, I look like shit. Yeah, you, you didn't look much better before. <laughs> well, speaking about who, who, who still doesn't look good, I got some good news for you guys. Good news? Okay. Good news? Good news. I mean, I had good news this week, but you continue with yours. I got some good news and then some great news. The good news is we don't have to talk about the Cowboys. (laughs) We're going to do No, we have to talk about the Cowboys. We're going to do a three-minute segment on the Cowboys, then we don't have to talk about them until the draft. (laughs) Okay. We'll see how that works out. (laughs) Yeah. Another Cowboy debacle, which we were talking about earlier. The last play of the game, actually, as hard as it probably is, was better than the last play of the game the year before. Well, at least they got a snap off. <laughs> yeah, they got the snap off. I mean, my so so those last those last three minutes for me. If you had Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrows, Josh Allen, even Jalen Hurts, and you were given three and a half minutes to go in the game, and you have three timeouts, and you got to score a touchdown to at least tie, are you guys going? Yeah, this I think this is going to work out for us. As a Cowboys fan, Max, were you like, oh, yeah, this is going to work out for us? No, absolutely not. <laughs> My first thought was, this guy is not going to run for the first down when he had an opportunity. He's either going to throw it away, get sacked, fumble, or throw it to wherever the receiver cannot catch it. And that's what happened. And how many – you lost 30-some-odd seconds by not calling a timeout or getting a punt off. It's like your locks of days ago out there. And then you're not coaching up your receiver about the rule about when the clock stops. And then that and and then Schultz not getting a right foot in? Well <laughs> there's a plus to that also. Did you guys know that when you when you are a runner receiver and you're going out of bounds, you actually have to go upward? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Well the 49ers defensive back did. He, he knew did. the rule. He, I mean, you could see him immediately as they pushed him back out of bounds. He's like signaling to the ref. He's going backwards. He's going backwards. Yes. The ref's like, you're absolutely right. And that goes to Run what, the clock. Coaching? Well, he's rewarded with another year of coaching so far. Yeah, and I mean, again. What's your nickname for him, Bob? Uh, I have a bunch of nicknames. I'm, I'm going to call him Shrek this morning. Shrek. Yeah. So how did the receiver not know that? Again, going back to. It's coaching. A lot of that is coaching with the Cowboys. When are we going to start coaching? But but how is I can understand Quinn getting interviews, but Kellen Moore, I mean, how many how many plays do you have to watch of Dak throwing east west for interceptions? Maybe maybe a couple north south throws. I mean, that was like the fourth or fifth pick this year where he's done that side out pass and. He hasn't checked off. He hasn't looked off, and it's been intercepted. That actually should have been brought back for a touchdown. Well, I mean, I think Zeke saved that one. I mean, for for Kellen Moore, that's I mean the the, the word in the Dallas area is that's that's one of Jerry's boys. I did not know that Kellen Moore predated Mike McCarthy. Yes. So 
is, is Kellen Moore going to do what Jason Garrett did, which is go be an OC someplace else, spend a year being an OC, OC someplace else, and then find himself on a broadcast set? Because it didn't work out for yeah. Garrett. Who knows? You know, until they blow this thing up and they get a, uh, a coach who's got complete control over the team can instill some discipline. I mean, we've been talking about this for years. Yeah, but you're not. It's, you're, it's you're, just the same old tire product of your Cowboys fan. But but you're not going to get a new you're you're not going to get a coach who can have the control that a coach should have until the Grim Reaper comes and taps on Jerry's shoulders. Well, I mean, got, and, and, and I don't son, wish man. ill will on anyone. And with with modern science and enough money, you can live forever. Thank you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but unless I mean, Jerry Jones needs to relinquish control, and he won't. Yeah. Sean Payton ain't coming into that situation. He's he's uh he's this generation's Al Davis, man, for the Oakland Raiders. George Steinbrenner. Yeah, and George Steinbrenner. At least, at least George could buy winners. And 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 if exactly, and George George was getting World Series wins. Jerry ain't getting Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, it's been God. It's hard to believe what twenty five years now since they won the Super Bowl. I think it was ninety five. <laughs> and this was, and they haven't. What, this was like their first playoff win, and uh, I don't know the stats. They're I don't the, think Brock Purdy's parents were dating the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but back then they had um, Jimmy Johnson that would coach the team, and they were always prepared. They were doing uh, fake punts. Um, they had Barry Switzer. Well, he, all he did is just come in and sit behind the desk. He didn't coach. Trust well, me. Well, Jerry said anyone could coach that have coached that team, and they would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, so they, they, could, they could have some. And and you, you like you said, they've gotten rid of assistants. They haven't gotten rid of the OCs yet. It looks like Dan Quinn probably is going to get a job somewhere else. Whether or not Kellen Moore should get a job somewhere else, maybe you hope that he gets a job somewhere else, and maybe I, I think that would be the best scenario. I just don't think they have. They've got a problem with quarterback. They've got. See, I, 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 issues, I actually man. disagree with you. I disagree that there is a problem at quarterback. Dak Prescott is making bad decisions. I'm going to put a lot of that on coaching and a lot of that on preparation, which is coaching. But that coaching staff should know exactly what Dak Prescott is and dial up an offense for him. Dak Prescott, as much as Cowboys fans love to think that Dak Prescott is elite and should be at that top level because he was paid that way, yeah. he isn't. Well, that's he is what I'm an saying. average quarterback just have him manage the game. And he ha- my con- he hasn't earned his uh he hasn't earned his paycheck. No, and another player that hasn't is Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And they're the two highest played athletes on the team. Though I would pay fifteen million dollars to Ezekiel Elliott to watch him get pancaked <laughs> like that again. <laughs> I mean, do you seriously uh have Cooper Rush compete in spring for this quarterback? <sighs> For for the number one job for the Cowboys, yeah. no. It, what's going to happen? Declare an open competition. No, no, no. What's going to happen? Zeke's already said that he's going to take a uh, pay cut, so they're going to restructure his contract. Can we get him for free? Um, no, not the way that um, it works. <laughs> Can we in pay the him to leave? No. Um, so he's going to either have to do that, or they're going to cut him. And then uh, this year, for 2023, it'll be it'll sting a little bit. For the, but the years after that, it'll be okay. But they need to figure out are they going to bring in and they're are they going to sign Steele, offensive lineman, um, the mm-hmm. tight end, Schultz, mm-hmm. and then the biggest one is Pollard. Is he going to be healthy enough? And they're probably going to end up signing him, 
which Mel Kuyper Jr. has the Cowboys taking uh, Robinson, running back out of Texas. And if they do take take that guy from Texas, you know what? They really don't have to sign Pollard because the backup to Pollard right now, uh, the kid out of Florida, he can run between the tackles. And if you have uh, Robinson from Texas and then you have that kid that's a backup of Pollard, you'll be fine. But then, get, then I, I, get him on a rookie deal. I, yes, rookie deal. I would keep Pollard, get rid of Elliott. Of course, absolutely. That should be done today. That's what I would do. Interesting. I look at this. I look at the box score. Do you know that Pollard playing less than half the game that Elliott played, rushed for only four yards less than Elliott. Twenty-two yards to Elliott's twenty-six, and Pollard had more targets for receiving than T.Y. Hilton did. Yeah. Well, we gave the Cowboys <sighs> three more minutes than we should have. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Let's, let's, let's talk about your Niners. Um, well, they've got a, uh, I wouldn't say that was an impressive win. It was a serviceable win. Oh, it was defensively impressive. But I think you may have met your Waterloo. You may have met your, 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 uh, George Custer last stand at Philly. So you're going with the Eagles. You're saying the Eagles are going to win. Well, here's the reasons I think the Eagles will win. Okay. One, you got a healthy Jalen Hurts. Okay, um, if you think he's really fully healthy, but please continue. Well, there was nothing in that Giants game that let me indicate that he wasn't. Oh my God! Did, I mean, that wasn't a test of Jalen. Well, Hurts it's a test of he, he he ran and he threw the ball. Uh, I love the OC uh, the um, OC lineman that's going. He's uh, going to the Pro Bowl this year. He's up against your your guy Bosa. Mm-hmm. And if we can neutralize Bosa, or if they can neutralize Bosa, that's going to be a big factor. And I just, uh, I, I've done it for years. I don't bet rookies on the road. And I especially won't bet a rookie on the road in a divisional playoff game. He does not run. He's a mad scrambler. He's got that tendency to run to the left. And a good defensive coordinator is going to pick up those tendencies and I think it could be a very long day for Mr. Purdy. He runs enough. He runs effectively. My my worry is that with Jalen Hurts as a running quarterback, that places a lot more an em- emphasis on what D'Amico Ryan's going to be able to call up. Now, do I have faith in Ryan going to be able to call up a defensive scheme to neutralize Hurts? Got to have faith. Got to have faith. George Michael said it. You got to have faith. <laughs> Because it's it's going to start and end with Hurts. Yeah, I mean, the line on a neutral field, this is a pick'em. the The line is Philadelphia minus two and a half on a neutral field. That's a pick'em. I think it'd flip. It'd probably be San Francisco minus two and a half if it was in San Fran. If it was in San Fran, yeah, it, yeah. it may go back that way. But the weather's supposed to be decent, so um, man, it's I'm excited. I'm excited to watch that game. Yeah, that should it should be a good game. So, you, uh, Drew, are you going with the Eagles? I I took the Eagles and laid quite a bit of denaro. Bob, you're going to go with the 49ers. Oh, I got it. I'm still going to bet my heart on that one. I'm going to go with the um, the Cowboys. Oh, I'm sorry. We're a wrong week. Um, that's next year. That's next year. Maybe. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Any thoughts on why? Um, when you line up, like, on defense, for example, you line up a couple of players uh, against the other defense. Uh, one of the things the Cowboys did is they neutralized it. It was a great game defensive scheme-wise on both ends. 
Christian McCafferty wasn't – he didn't do very much, and neither nope. did Samuels. And the Eagles have equal or even might be better athletes on that side of the ball, which it's going to make it hard for the 49ers. The key to this game, I think, is going to be the quarterback for the 49ers. Um, they're going to put him in positions where if he makes the right decisions, he could upset him. Yeah. If not, I see the Wonder. Eagles going, yeah. I just I, I have my faith in the wonderkin that Kyle Shanahan's gonna protect Brock. You know, and- I've been watching this sport forever. One of the things that I always it, it, what I look for is when is this person gonna make a mistake? The last the last guy I watched, and this is gonna date I'm gonna date myself here. Remember Joe Montana? Yeah. Man, his rookie season, I I watched this guy and I was very young and I thought, this guy's gonna make a mistake. This guy's gonna make a mistake. After he lifts the Lombardi trophy, I thought, this guy doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> What, one of the t- I watched Joe Montana. I knew Joe Montana. <laughs> and he, Brock Purdy ain't no Joe, Joe Montana. Montana. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that there. I mean, all the all the speculation right now is Brock Purdy, your starting quarterback for the 49ers next year. Well, he's earned it. I think he's has earned it. He's earned it. He's earned it. We can start, We can talk about player personnel moves later in the show too. Yeah, I mean, the other thing from that game that I love was George Kittle. Kittle, Kittle is a gift to every human being on this planet Earth. He bounces that thing off his helmet, which, quite frankly, if the Cowboys knew how to tackle, they would have laid his ass out. But they just let him go by and kind of bobble the ball and then catch it. But the best part of that was in the huddle, Kittle's like, oh, there's the sky cam. Yeah. <laughs> and he's smiling and, do, uh, and, yeah. and doing the Michael Jordan shrug. Eh. Kittle should play for the Bengals. He's, he, he should. He's fine. Bob, I have, a, I have a question on that play. Do you remember who was covering him? It goes back to the coaching again. Cowboys had a lineman covering him. A lineman. I mean, Diggs comes into the uh, to, to the play at the end. He could have hit him, but they had a lineman covering him. Yeah, he's a big dude. 96 was covering Kittles. <laughs> he's really? a big dude. It's crazy. crazy. Well, let's talk about the Sunday game. Me and Brother Bob watched it. I called him up. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. He's drinking his sweet tea, and I'm having my adult beverage. Oh. And uh, that was a fun game. You want to call that a game? It was a fun game if you're a Bengals fan. It was a fun game if you're a Bengals fan. I mean, that was my thing from the weekend. Other than the 49ers-Cowboys game, every other game was kind of a snooze fest. But I'm watching all these talking head apologists for the Bills. I actually called one of the shows, Satellite, and talked to Bill Pullian, former GM for Buffalo. He does a, a show mm-hmm. on Sirius. And, and he says, Buffalo, well, he said... Finally, I got to admit that Cincinnati was the better team, but he said part of the reason they didn't win or couldn't win was because Bills are built for speed. Okay. Uh, the mm-hmm. offensive linemen for the Bengals are big, stout guys, and in the snow, that neutralizes it. Okay. And then he said, you just have to take my word for it. It's the Hamlin hangover. They're just mentally exhausted. And that's kind of where I drew the line. And I said, dude, they went out the week after Hamlin was basically still in the hospital and beat Miami. They got Hamlin in the At house. Home. What what would be more inspirational to win? He's there in your building. He's okay. He's giving a thumbs up. And I said, you know, if Buffalo had won 27 to 10, then they would have turned around and said, you know, Hamlin gave us the inspiration. We were fired up. So don't tell me that Buffalo is not built to win on their own, own home field in the snow, Cincinnati gets absolutely no respect. And let me go on a one-minute diatribe. Can I do that? Sure. Okay. 
three and zero against Mahomes. Pretty impressive, right? Okay. Five five wins in the playoffs. One at home, four on the road. Their only loss was a playoff loss, the Super Bowl. And I'm sorry, that was a road loss because when you're playing the Super Bowl team and that's their home stadium, yeah. you're playing on the road. That was their one loss, barely. They barely lost that. Um, you've got um, a coach that just doesn't get any respect. You got a Lou Amoruso defense. How this guy's not getting head coaching calls is beyond me, but figure me this. Going up against Mahomes, Stafford, Tannehill, who else am I forgetting? Josh Allen, and held those respective quarterbacks to an average of 20 points a game. And my Bengals right now against a supposed injured Mahomes who Vegas odds shifted, and now all of a sudden he's not on even the questionable list as doubtful or questionable or one-point underdogs. Make it all day long. I hope it snows. We've been disrespected by the NFL. We're going to be doing snow angels just like we were doing in Buffalo. This team is a lot of fun. We like riding in on the black hat. We like being the underdog. So bring it on, boys. And you know what? I'm glad that the Bengals are underdog because you know what I can say? I don't have to tell you whether Bengals are going to win or lose now because I'll curse them if I say they're going to win. All I'm going to say is now that they're underdogs, the Bengals cover the spread. Okay, two things. <laughs> One, here's a quarter. Call the Wambulans. God, that felt good. And two, <sighs> and two, actually every one of Polian's comments are probably right. And when you put them all together, they're probably right. Now, I, I also look at one other reason why the Bills didn't put any pressure on Burroughs. Burroughs didn't have very much pressure on them. The, the offensive line definitely played above what we expected them to be able to do. And I did admit to Pullian that the weather helped the Bengals from an offensive aspect. Vaughn sure. Von Miller. That's one of my reasons why they didn't have as much pressure on Burroughs. Vaughn Miller. If Vaughn Miller's in that game, how does it turn? It turns out a little differently. I don't know if it turns out the end result turns out differently. And he's right. They but didn't. The, but then I can count with sixty percent of our <laughs> offensive line were on the practice squad the week before. I get that. I get that. And Josh Allen was and the, at, and on the road in Buffalo. And and it's a front office problem for Buffalo. They don't have a running attack other than Josh Allen. So so the idea that you're not you're only built for speed and you're built for one part of the season you're not built for the la last part well he said I the think defensive he's, the side was built for speed for the for I, I, I think also on the offensive side a little bit too yeah. so all those things hey, my hat's off to the Bengals and stop I, I don't think we have an explicit tag on our on, on our show but stop stop the bitching and moaning about being disrespected you're not getting disrespected anymore I listen Joe, to me. Joe, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow this week on Get Up, Orlovsky and Graziano, best quarterback in the NFL. Best quarterback in the NFL. Not the second best behind Mahomes. Best quarterback in the NFL. Now, I'm going to caveat that. I think Mahomes is a better football player because he has a, a, a better other part of his game. But Burrow's cool in the pocket, 
great. Burroughs is a great quarterback. Yeah. And one of the problems is, yeah, you disrespect the Bengals and you get their goat up a little bit. Mixon was on fire. And yeah. Burroughs afterwards, his first comment to the to, to their sideline yeah. reporter, better send them them refunds. Yeah. You know who this Bengals team reminds me of? I was telling Max, and it's been a long time. Uh, a lot of people weren't even born. They remind me a lot with their swag of the 85 Bears. They're out there having fun. They feel like they're disrespected. They're doing their own thing. They're doing snow angels uh, on Buffalo's home field. You got Joe Burrows. He's got that. He's got that McMahon quality about him, but he's better. You know, he's just got that swag. Not a very high bar. But yeah, McMahon was a lot of fun. He was a lot of and fun. You know not what? a great if quarterback. Go, if you go back when the game was on the line, do you remember him begging? Uh, Dick had to let, let me play, let me play. They were down, I think it was the Eagles, by three touchdowns, and he leads them back. Oh, yeah, he's a warrior, but but yeah. don't tell me he was a good quarterback. <laughs> he was a serviceable, serviceable he, he was a, quarterback. He was a Garoppolo. He, and, and the only reason you're picking the Eagles, the only reason you're picking the Eagles is you don't want to see my 49ers no. in the Super Bowl. No, no, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm picking the Eagles. Because we 2-0 against you. Oh, no, here's the deal. No, no, hear me out. I'm picking the Eagles because I think they'll win the game. And you don't want to see my 49ers. I absolutely. Admit it. I absolutely want to see your 49ers because we got some payback. <laughs> and like I said last week, it's time for my Joe Cool to kick you guys' ass. So yeah, even though my money is on Philly, it would not hurt, break my heart at all to, to go up against the Niners and get some revenge for our two agonizing Super Bowl defeats to you guys. Here's the thing for my 49ers. If we can show a defensive scheme to shut down Hurts, you do not want my defensive rush. Well, if my aunt had nuts, she'd have been my uncle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Max, Max, you've been quiet this whole time, I've man. I've just been listening. Um, I'm, well, about the game itself, I'm glad that it's going to be the, um, the latter part of the game of that day. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be a fun game to watch. But I... Really, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals. So I just don't think KC has enough on defense because when you watch their how defensive Mitchell, backs are not they're they're vulnerable. Yeah, but but it goes back to KC again, man. Um, if that defensive coordinator for the for the for for Cincinnati, he's gonna come up with Louis something Marusa. to kind of yeah, he's gonna come up with a scheme to neutralize Kelsey, and after that. It'll be close, but again, I love these young quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Oh, my God, I'm but, so excited. But it is shocking. Work. There's only three, two quarterbacks in, in, against Mahomes is going up against and never won. You know who the other one is besides Burrows, 3-0? Uh, what quarterback Mahomes never beaten? Yeah, there's two. Burrows, 3-0. and uh, And the GOAT, Tom Brady. Brady. Those are the only quarterbacks Mahomes never beat. Now, the reason I say disrespected, and actually – at the end of the day, the line's right because Casey at home, they should be getting at least a point. But still, think about it. They, they I think they've beaten Casey twice in their building. We've beaten them three times total, once in ours. And we're still the – and Mahomes is supposedly nursing a high ankle sprain. We can talk about that. And, and Cincinnati is still the dog. You- I, I want I, – I mean, I mean, this is, again, heart. I want the Chiefs to win because I think my 49ers are going to win, and I want some payback in the Super Bowl for a couple years ago. 
We all want payback, don't we? I want some payback for that. I don't need payback against the Bengals in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, Bobby, are you going to go with the with the, with the Chiefs? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with the Wolverine, uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's that is the only way to explain the miraculous recovery of that ankle. Is he is why, a Wolverine? Why isn't he listed as as they? If you get a hay now, they list you as questionable. Why isn't he listed as doubtful, questionable? There's nothing. I just looked at it. I know there. No, now, he's he's off to. And I, Vegas odds were. You don't see Vegas odds shift as much as they were moving. Yeah, but Bengals were two and a half point. They went from two and a half point dogs to two point favorites to one yeah, point dogs. This this Weird. line is crazy because Vegas was looking at the Mahomes injury on Sunday, and when they set the opening line, it was Kansas City by two and a half, mm-hmm. and then it went to Cincinnati by two and a half, and then That's it came down, and now it's back to yeah. KC by one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I would want to be on on this and getting the betting right, but. I'll tell you one people that are frustrated it's probably Vegas. Yeah. I think they, they're gonna they're gonna they, probably they take hiding back. injuries or are not reporting them very seriously. I think the NFO does too. They're they not do. they won't do nothing. Vegas isn't frustrated. They know what they're doing. That's uh, the reason why the buildings are so big. You and know, they have they have AC. <laughs> well let me let me tell you this. And, and I, they they got smart because after a Super Bowl they lost a lot of money because they got what they called middled. So now they move the money line more, but middling is Let's say I took KC when they opened up as two and a half point uh, favorites. Mm-hmm. And then Cincinnati goes to two and a half point favorites. I could take them. I could middle and win on both sides if, oh, yeah. if, if it middles. And that's what happened in the Super Bowl uh, one year and Vegas lost their ass. And so what they decided to do was instead of moving the odds as much, they just moved the money line, so it cost you more, and that's how they protected themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll see where it goes. I, I do think this is going to be both of these games should be good games to watch. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. they are. Yeah. Are we going to go to so Bob, Wild Wings? And- I cannot actually. I am. I am otherwise occupied. Okay. Yeah. So it's Bob, not a date. It's not a date. I thought we had a date, but that's okay. No second date. Just making sure the ink is correct on the paper. So Bob's going with KC, and Drew and myself are going with the Bengals. Yeah, ride or die with Mahomes. Okay. So, so with that, I'm sorry, I was going to say, no, no. so with that, we have the Eagles and the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl in two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Or the 49ers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl in two weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, here's here's an interesting statistic for you. In the last 80 NFL games, the team that has scored the most points has won 100% of the time. <laughs> That's a state. Hey, mark that. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I, obviously, you'd love to see the Niners. I'd love to see my Bengals. But I don't think there's one matchup that could go either way that still wouldn't be an entertaining Super Bowl with a lot of storylines. So that it's going to be a fun Super Bowl no matter how it shakes out. What else is kind of interesting, Bob, they, the NFL came out with their list of nominees mm-hmm. for certain. You want to talk about this real quick? Yeah, so sure. Let's go over the most valuable player. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes. Wow, a lot of quarterbacks there. <laughs> I'm going with Mahomes. He had a great year. I think he he probably was the most valuable player to that team. Burrow's had weapons that Mahomes might not necessarily have had 
I'll take no. Mahomes and his 41 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. On this list, I'd pick Jalen Hurts. Me too. Because Why? most valuable player. Most valuable player. He was most valuable player to that franchise. They elevated themselves to a position that I don't think anyone was expecting this year. Yeah. I've got him on the list, but not that one. Okay, so you got Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, and I got Pat Mahomes. The defensive Max player. Jalen Hurts too. Yeah, because what he's did, what he did last year in that in that playoff game, they were horrible. He improved himself. He took he took this team on his back, and look where they're at. So he's most valuable. Defensive okay. player of the year. This is an easy one. Is it? Oh, Micah Parsons all day long. <laughs> that, that, you, you could take both out of the lineup and the 49ers would still be formidable you take parsons out and uh, and you can line him up anywhere you can't say that about as much about bosa oh, parsons Bo- is a beast no bosa bosa's fine a lot a lot a lot of michael parsons success not not to take too much away from him. i think dan quinn schemed him perf- schemed him perfectly now i think wasn't that what you're supposed to do yeah i get i get that and 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 but I, I I can't pick against Bosa. Don't make me do it. <laughs> if you take away Chris Jones, the Chiefs still win the games that they win. If you take away Bosa, they're still going to be the 49ers. You take away Micah Parsons, the Cowboys. Yeah, they they, they win half of their games. Boy, they speaking really of Jones and his playoffs, see last two years zero sacks. So he needs to step up against the Bengals and put some yeah. pressure on Burroughs. I think Parsons, the defensive player. Now, here is where I will agree that Jalen Hurts deserves something, and that is AP Offensive Player of the Year. I don't know. I, w- I, I might give this a Tyreek Hill. I I was looking at this, and I was looking at Jefferson, and I was looking at his numbers, but Tyreek Hill went from one team that's dominant, right? He left a system there and a quarterback and great tight end, goes to another one, which – issues on the quarterback end, but you know what? He led the league in yards, receptions. Mm-hmm. He hasn't dropped off and they 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 need a quarterback. Yeah. I, I think I love what he did, Tyreek Hill. Uh Jalen Hurts, same thing, but you know what? The way that this reads, offensive player of the year, for the amount of touches he had and what he did with them, I, I would take Tyreek. And if Tua goes to, if Tua's out, uh the only quarterback that can get Tyreek the ball moving forward might be a one Tom Brady. That's one of the places people are talking about. I've told you that three weeks ago, and you said no, San Francisco, San Francisco. Well, I think well, San Francisco has their quarterback. I San think Francisco has their quarterback. They do. I. This one's easy. It's 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 what Tom Brady wants to. Do. Is it though? The rookie of the year. <laughs> rookie of the year. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, uh, Wilson was great. He was on my fantasy, and then he just kind of tapered off. And then Walker for for Seattle, that that same thing, uh, leveled off. But the one that's just come on strong, and again, waiting for that mistake, he hasn't made it. Uh, but, but can you go with a guy that those two kids played seventeen games? Purdy played a total of what five games in the regular season? Yeah, but one yeah, but one thing about that stat is zero. The number is zero. The number of games he lost. Yep. I, I won't bet against a. Uh, Fellow Buckeye, Garrett Wilson, is the offensive rookie of the year. I'm going with Brock. But the, the sexy pick will be perfect. I, I, yeah, and I'm going to go with Brock, but I, I think you're probably right on the full body of work. So, AP, defensive rookie of the year. This I don't know enough for about me. these. I, I like Sauce Gardner. Hutchinson. 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like uh I like uh different people. Yeah. Oh, Hutchinson, man, that guy is a beast. Part of that Detroit turnaround is his attitude on defense, man. This guy's motors running 100 miles an hour and he does not shut it down. What a great player. I love this guy. He's out of Michigan. Yeah, I'll take Sauce Gardner. I mean, that guy's shut down, uh lockdown and uh being from the New York market, I think he'll probably pick up rookie of the year. Nothing away from Ada Hutchinson. He had a okay, year. comeback player of the year. That's Geno Smith. Geno, yeah. I got to give Geno. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Saquon should have. He, uh, he, he had a good year. Saquon uh, did. He had a really good year. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, same thing. We're talking about comeback player of career. Coming back, yeah. I mean, who saw that? Yeah. No one saw that. Could you, ever, you could see McCaffrey. You could see Barkley. But Geno came out of left field, dude. Okay. I, I, I'm, not wrong, gonna, just... I, I'm not going to argue too much about this one because, one, I really kind of don't care. M- McCaffrey's going to get his when he gets fitted for his ring. So I'm not too worried about Christian missing out on something. So those of you that are still watching the show, uh, podcast performer of the year, Brother Bob, Max, or Drew? <laughs> well, we, Podcast we... personality of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Pat. Pat McAfee. <laughs> Pat McAfee. I need to go get my my cutoff t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, the boy the, the boy makes enough money. He, I like him he can't on, afford I like sleeves. him on college. That was a good addition to the college yeah. football yeah. thing. So AP Coach of the Year. Ooh, this is tough. Man. This is this is an interesting slate, and I yeah. think all of these player, all of these coaches, except maybe Sean McDermott. I, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would have Sean McDermott on this list. I mean, the Bills I, did exactly what we expected the Bills to do. The 49ers, same thing. I got to go with Peterson. No, no, no. The 49ers, not the same thing. Kyle Shanahan lost QB1, then lost QB2. But But look at the parts he had in place. He didn't have Christian McCaffrey at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but he's he's yeah, known for quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, when, and he, when, when he, he made coached, it to the divisional game last year. I mean, he, now when he coached Ryan's MVP year and he left and he didn't have anything else after that, he, he, he can coach quarterbacks He's and got those 49er yeah. blinders on and and what's not on this list is executive of the year john lynch for doing that deal for christian mccaffrey which elevated them to something else jo- john lynch is fantastic it, it was the puzzle now now i'm gonna go with peterson i think peterson is a good just choice. because he, I think it's he inherited a shit storm you know with with <laughs> what's his face and they're urban, actually good urban, they're good urban, i like urban, lap dances urban legend so, and, and, you know, he's got a quarterback now who I think's bought into, you know, what he's trying to do there and improving every year. So, I'm going to go with Peterson. On that. What about Sirianni? Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I mean, that was a little bit of a turnaround. A turnaround. It was. But I, but I think the Jaguars were a bigger surprise, and they came on strong so late. I think you're right. But there's one other one. Eh, as assistant coach of the year, who cares? Yeah. That would be. Uh, it's D'Amico Ryan. That's that's your choice. I'm not even going to put the names back up for you. Lou Amoruso. <laughs> nope. Not on the list. Not on the list. Dan Quinn. Nope. Not on the list. <laughs> no, no. Though, though, my God, I mean, that was one of the things about it. I, I have a lot of my Cowboys friends that are like, man, that, that game was so we, – we suck so bad. I'm like, defensively, you held the 49ers to 19 points. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, it's going to be a really fun weekend. And the kicker missed another field goal. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't. It was blocked. And it was a well, point no, after. That, that was missed. But it was going to be missed. <laughs> he was going to miss it. 
He should thank that guy for saving him. <laughs> yeah. But he but he did kick two field goals after that. That was yes. a, yeah, and you can imagine how heavy his foot must have been. But but you could almost feel <laughs> the impact that it had on coaching decisions inside the fifty about what, what they were going to do. I think it changed how they were calling the game. One of the stats that goes back to coaching again, when we talked about this or earlier today, he has the, I'm talking about the kicker has the best stats from the 45 yard line and, and further back, but in between any extra points or anything uh, from 35 in, he had the worst stats. That goes back to coaching again. If they knew that this was going to pop up at cert- at one time or it was going to pop up during the season and it popped up at the wrong time. That goes back to coaching. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things Larry Coker told me, the guy who used to coach in the University of Miami and then UTSA for a while, uh, he said, uh, other than the quarterback, the two most important positions for me on the field are your field goal kicker and your punter. And when you think about it, it makes sense. Those are the guys that move the ball down the field more than mm-hmm. any other players other than possibly your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they control the field. And I never thought about that until he said that. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else going on. I mean, we'll it's, talk a little Cooperstown baseball inductees next week. Well, we'll inductee, inductee, just one. But we and can talk about who maybe should have made it. Well, I think the, there's a veterans committee out there too, though. The Pro Bowl too. That don't forget about that. I'm you excited. The Pro about Bowl, that. yeah, yeah. The, you know, the flag football, the flag football, the boondoggle in Vegas. I think it's going to be funner with flag football. Actually, I'm going to enjoy it more than the fake tackling, which is is awful. This will be funner. I can predict one thing about weekend next, not this weekend, but the Pro Bowl weekend. I can predict one thing for certain. What that stays game, in Vegas? That game is Never. not being played on my TV. I'm going to watch it because I think it'll be fun. If that flag football game was in my backyard, I'd keep the curtains drawn. I would rather watch this flag football game than just watching running back just and go like this. I mean, at least at least there's an attempt to to play <laughs> before it was ridiculous. Well, yeah, that that's like saying I'd rather I'd rather drive around in a, in in an AMC, you know, little kit car than a Hugo, but you're still driving around in a shit car. But flag football just brings back so many childhood memories. Okay, have your I'm childhood memories. Childhood. Maybe memories. I'll go to Vegas. Okay. You can probably get tickets. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably get in trouble. Maybe I should stay here. Quiet little sleepy San Antonio. All right. Anything else? No, I Gross. think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> well, guys, we'll we'll talk about all things uh, Pro Bowl next week. Oh God! It's we'll like talk about the hockey. two divisional games. Maybe we might talk some women's lacrosse. You never know. Stick around. Oh no, we're we're getting close to LeBron James breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Uh, that's like Emmett Smith being the leading rusher in the NFL. Don't care. Not true. Not real. Even okay. though it's there. Okay. (laughs) On that note, we out. out.